and amen. All right, then, we'll praise the Lord, praise the Lord again. This is Pastor Lesson and Sharon Hayes this morning, bringing you greetings this morning from the Hayes household this morning. So glad to be with you this morning on the Creating a Prayer Culture for God this morning. Amen and amen. And so we're going to get right into the lesson this morning. Amen. School of Healing. Amen. Uh, going to talk about this morning just what I stated, the word God gave concerning uh, our healing and what we're trying to build and do for the future here. And he said, tell my people that you are covered by God's assurance plan. Now, I know a lot of us probably have health insurance and liability insurance and full coverage insurance on our cars. And we sometimes just are so at ease when we get behind the steering wheel or when we just go about our day to day. We're not worried about a thing because we know our insurance is good. We know some of us got USAA. They say it's the best. Some got all state we have all types of insurance. Some of us reach a certain age and we qualify for Medicare and some Medicaid, of course, B, A, B, and C, you know, now they didn't extend it to dental, you know, and, and whatnot. And so they got so much other supplementary insurance out there. We got Obamacare out there. And a lot of us don't hesitate, man, to go after that insurance. We shop the market to find out what is the cheapest and what is the best. And I'm telling you, it's so much available to us out there in the marketplace, and we don't hesitate, man, to get ourselves covered. However, there's still a lot of folks who can never have enough insurance. It just seems like sometimes there are things that come up that wasn't in the in the policy, and things fall through the crack. Now we got to shell out some 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 income. We got to pay our, our propays become higher, you know, and other things become higher, and then they'll supplement it. So we'll, we'll pay eighty percent, and you got to pay the twenty percent, and sometimes the eighty percent is like $50,000, and so your 20%, man, is $10,000, so or $20,000. And so, but we do whatever we have to do to cover ourselves. Amen. But this morning, that's what I want to talk about as we are taking on our future of building something that has never been built before, something we've never had before. And we might have to do some things that we've never done before. But we're doing what is necessary. We encourage people. Don't wait till you know you you got the chronic pain in your in your in your in your in your in your head before you go get a a, a, a head X-ray to find out what's going on up there. It could be the, the making of a stroke or an aneurysm. We don't know. But we highly recommend to people, man, to get these checkups. You know, create you a, a treatment plan. You know, find out, you know, who, who who's your primary doctor and don't let it be, you know, when somebody's rolling you in there in the emergency room because you couldn't bring yourself before you go get yourself checked out. You need to be able to know, hey, man, what's going on in your life, what's going on in your body, what's going on in your finances, what's going on, man, in your environment, what's going on sociably out there, what are your social responsibilities and duties so that these things don't hit you with a ton of stress, amen, and then you find yourself that man i'm i'm not covered you know what i'm saying i mean I'm, I'm i don't even know what's going on i don't have no wisdom to know what is going on out here and then you know sometimes financial things come up and you find out man i don't have enough to cover but we have a god who's helping us amen through his word to build a better future the bible says that he says i know my thoughts towards you over in the book of jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 the king james bible my thoughts for you they are not thoughts of evil to bring you any evil on you they are thoughts of peace you know that i can bring you to an expected end to give you a hope in the future i have things planned for you i've covered you from the very foundation of the world all of my people i've covered them even from the foundation of the world even before you were yet conceived i still covered all of my creation but however sometimes my creation found themselves out from underneath my covering you know they 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 they, they went out seeking after other things and other ways that they think leads them to my father to his provision to his but no it leads you in a path of death and destruction but I'm, 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 he said, but I'm here this morning to remind my people, amen, that I have the plan. And it's called the plan of salvation. And part of the plan of salvation is to bring you divine health and healing. Yes. You know, supernatural healing. That, that supplement that takes care of what the doctors can't take care of. You know, I was your physician, chief physician before they were your doctors. Yes. You know, they belong to me. They work for me. Those systems of mine, I use them for my glory. But they're not more, uh, they're not more a hundred percent coverage than I am. They may give you uh, some relief, 
some painkillers, some x-rays, some MRIs, some surgeries. And he said, those things are all still part of my plan. They're an extension in the earth realm of my plan. You know, I, I own all of that, the hospitals. I own the nursing corps. I own the doctors, the specialists. I own every clinic out there. Everything on the earth, God said, belongs to me, and I use it. Even the education of your doctors, your specialists. He said, I use that wisdom to accomplish my purpose. You know, don't give them no praise. Thank them for what they do. But I'm the God who heals you. I'm the God. Go see those doctors. Use them. Use their expertise. Use their, their years of wisdom, medical and scientific studies that they've done. They're valuable to you. You know, I'm, my, my, all of my prophets before you had issues. They had physicians around. They used certain, certain earthly practices to make themselves better. Paul had Luke, the physician. Others had physicians, you know. But I'm God, your healer. Don't ever forget that. I, I cover you, amen, even though sometimes it doesn't seem like it. Paul prayed to me, you know, Lord, I got this, this, I got this thing going on in my hip, in my thigh. So I should have removed this thorn in my flesh, this pain, this, 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 this comfort, so I, can, so I can get about your business. And the Bible said the Lord told him after three times of asking, Paul, 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 my grace is sufficient for you. And Paul said, okay then, Lord, that's, that settles it. I would rather glory in my affliction that your grace might appear upon me. And so I'm talking to somebody out there this morning that's covered by the grace of God. You may be in pain. You may be going through. You may be short on finances. You may be short on understanding, you know, the, the environment you live in and, and your social duties and responsibilities. But know that God has got you covered. And his will for us is, beloved, I wish above all things that I would have prospered and be in health even as your soul prosper. Mm -hmm. This uh, creating a proud culture and studying the revelation of Jesus Christ was created for your soul to prosper, that your life can prosper, your body can prosper, your physical body can prosper in the things of God. We may have to live a long life serving God just by grace and grace only, but let it be sufficient for us. You know, I've been diagnosed as a type 2 diabetic since 2003. And I'm still here today going strong, still here. It ain't taking me out yet. Diagnosed with cancer in 2015, still here, here. Ain't took me out yet. God is keeping me. His grace is sufficient for me. You know, went through COVID. We still here preaching and teaching. Our souls are still prospering. Therefore, our life is still prospering. God is still adding time to get the job done. We work for him. Amen. If he can keep Paul, I know he can keep us. He can keep you. He can keep everybody. He can keep all of us. If we belong to him, we run to him, to his name. You know, according to the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 10 of the King James Bible, and we are safe. So we, we thank God for hiding us, amen, in the cleft of the rock, hiding us in the secret place of the Most High. We abide under the shadows of the Almighty. We can come and say of the Lord, he's our refuge and our fortress. And in him do we put our trust, our confidence, our reliance, you know. We depend on him. We look to him, the author, finisher, and developer of our faith. So that's the subject I want to speak to you from this morning. You I, everybody out there that know Jesus, we are covered. And, and, and I want to add a caveat to that. Even there are those who are yet on the way that are still trying to find their way are far off. He said, I have many, many more sheep that belong to this foe <coughs> that have yet to come into the foe. So I declare in this morning by faith, they're on their way. They're coming in from the north, the south, the east, the west. They're coming by highway, railway, boatway, you know, you know, waterway. Whatever it takes. He said that harvest is plenty. Look out on the fields and see that it's white with plenty. And pray to the God of the harvest that he send forth labors. And so as this message goes out today, man, this universal message about God's plan to heal his people, to save his people, to set the captives free, to open their blind eyes. We are praying that it meets meet many that are in need this morning. Some of you that are on this line this morning. There's yesterday is gone and today you have needs. But Jehovah Jireh said he will take care of your needs. I will provide for you. I am the good shepherd. I lay down my life for the sheep, you know, to bring you into the, this time of provision that God has, has been preserving for us. And he's releasing now because there is a great need on the earth. And he specializes in meeting needs. So this morning, you know, our subject is you are covered by God's assurance plan. And that's with an A. It's not an I. 
The best that man can do is give you that I-N-S-U-R-R-A-N-C-E. But for God, he takes it all the way to another level from earth to glory and into eternity. Assurance. Blessed assurance. You know, so he blesses you here. He blesses you there. He blesses you everywhere and every place all the time. And we are not to forget any of his benefits. We can call on his name right now. And God will send a whole legion of angels to help us. You know, to encourage us. He has all the resources and all the provisions to, to you know, sustain us all the way, even though I'm hurting in my body, even though I'm hurting physically, even though I'm not well spiritually, even though I'm not well financially, emotionally, occupationally, environmentally, or socially. But guess what? We three months in, we on our way to a brighter, better day. And so we need to have some instructions on how to arrive there the way God plans for us to arrive there. You know, not my own understanding, not trying to figure out what he's already worked out. Job said it like this, and he said it the best. I don't think too many people that suffer besides Jesus like Job. He said, though he slay me, yet will I praise him. I bought nothing in this world. I'm not going to take anything out. You know, he said, my life is in God's hand, you know. Friends and, and family wanted me to give up, curse God, and die. I was just that sick. I thought about it, but then I thought about how good he'd been to me. And I began to pray for those who came to me and told me to give up. I prayed for my friends. And God caused my, my, my calamities, man, to be turned, my captivity to be turned into a blessing. And he gave me double for my trouble. When I prayed for my friends, my three closest friends, you know, blamed me, pointed the finger at me. Thought I had been inconsistent in my serving God. I lost every earthly possession I had. I was rich. I was wealthy. I had livestock, cattle. I had camels. I had it all. Even my children turned on me. Even my wife told me to curse God and die. When everybody turned their back on me, God was there for me, keeping me. And when I put my trust in him, he rewarded me when I prayed for my, 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 for my friends and gave me double what I had before. You know, and he wrote it in the book of Job, chapter 42, verse 10 in the King James Bible. So here we are this morning. Amen. Maybe in pain, we may be going through some things, unsure about some things, but I pray that God will give you wisdom through this teaching this morning that you can apply to your situation and circumstance that will encourage you and build you up and, and mature you in what you possess as a benefactor of what God did in his will. Mm. You're covered. Yeah. So a scripture text I want to look at this morning, it just kind of came to me as I was thinking about what to talk about this morning. I know we talked about some things last week, but, you know, God just keeps giving us fresh manner. He don't want us to get stuck and complacent in one place. He wants us to be exposed to all the benefits. He wants us to look at our life and our situation, man, from every angle. And that's why he's put wonderful examples in the Bible. Other people that have gone through before us just to prove to us that we're not the first, we won't be the last. And we're not the only ones that deal with some type of uh, lack of wellness in some area. And mainly these days, it's, it's kind of like three areas that, that mainly affect us. And that's physically, spiritually, and financially. And I want to just kind of look at... Um, you know, um, all of these areas, anytime you talk about one, you're talking about all of them because they impact each other. And so I want to use for a scripture text this morning out of the book of Luke, chapter 13, verse 10 through 17 of the King James Bible. And uh, also Isaiah, chapter 53, verse 5 of the King James Bible in the book of Ephesians, chapter 3, verse 20. And I'll use some more scripture references as I go through this teaching. All of this is out of the King James Bible. Amen. Uh, all of my scriptures this morning. And so, uh, you know, as I was looking over the word and reading the word, and you'll hear some of the other scriptures that I'll make reference to them. And the question that came back to me when I was thinking about what God had said to me, and I wrote it down about you covered, I said, yes, automatically it was just yes. And so somebody ought to be saying, when you heard that this morning, you ought to have been saying yes and claim that benefit and claim that promise. So some things can begin to materialize and, and, and be manifested in your life already by just saying yes. Sometimes that's all you can say. Yes, Lord. 
you know, and I, I'm just looking for somebody this morning to just have that attitude as you approach this morning, what we're about to learn. Yes, Lord, I, I receive it. Yes, Lord. Sometimes it's good to show your faith strong to God so you can please him right away because that's what pleases God. That's what causes a release of the things you need, whether they be financially, physically, occupational, you know, environmentally, you know, sociably, you know, spiritually. When you say yes, based on, you know, thinking of things that be not as though they already happened, you know, that covering has already happened before the foundation of the world. So just say yes and let God release it. Let God decide how he's going to do it, whether he use your doctor, your specialist, your urologist, your oncologist, whoever he want to use. Just say yes. From what you already heard, just say yes, Lord. I thank you for covering me and be done with it. And so, yes, you know, what came to uh, out of my mouth when I when he dropped that word on me uh, yesterday, we are covered by God's assurance plan. We have access to learn all about it from his word. You know, God's plan is beautiful. It covers us from earth to glory and throughout eternity. It's a beautiful plan. You know, it's 66 books of benefits and promises, precious promises, that every one of them are going to be fulfilled in our lives before Christ comes back. And, and, and we want them Amen. The full volume of the book, the work in our lives. And this is why we got to treat every day like it's our last. We got to learn what belongs to us, what we rightfully possess in Christ Jesus as children of God. You know, so I said yes to all of it. God's assurance plan is in addition to our medical and health insurance plans out there and how many ways we'll cover it. You know, some of us have uh, coverage on our on our banking account. We have coverage over, over, over our, our, our homes and our cars, our children, you know. We, we have more than enough sometimes, we, uh, people say. My God, you know, people, some people have millions of dollars, and then they go out and kill their loved ones so they can collect. That's how they deal with their finances. That means that they're not financially well. I was just looking at a video uh, 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 early this morning because I couldn't sleep, and they were showing these, these, these murder cases, you know, this particular channel that we look at sometimes, I find myself looking at uh, how this man had killed uh, his, his, uh, his, his wife because he had a million-dollar policy on him. And he thought he was going to get away with it. He lied at first. You know, and people do these things. You know, they live with this Hollywood fan fantasy life, and they take out all this insurance on folks, and then they marry them for a few years, and they get tired and get bored, and they kill them and collect the money. Some of them get away with it because they plead insanity. They're not emotionally stable and well. So they say, some go into churches and kill a whole bunch of people and plead insanity. Get away with it. Some do things like that and they spend the rest of their life in jail. You know, and so we, we, we see all of these, these types of insurances with an eye, but God has assurance, you know, uh, that for us that's all contained in his plan of salvation. There are three important facts that I want to drop on you before we go to the scripture. Amen. Uh, and the first fact, uh, you can call them facts based on truth uh, to remember when we face with some type of wellness challenge, it, primarily for us right now, uh, for the next few months as we move toward building, uh, you know, that, op that future of optimal of our wellness is the wellness, things that challenge our wellness starting with physical, spiritual, financial, uh, you know, those are usually the main three you can clump together and then let the rest of the ones hang on those, you know. And the first one is, remember, there are unlimited resources available to us. I love it sometimes when I hear certain ones say, well, I got a doctor's appointment this morning or I'm going to see a doctor or I'm going, you know, right away. You know, they're accessing those resources and nobody should feel ashamed for going to the emergency room or going to the hospital or going to see a doctor or going to get an x-ray or going to get an MRI. Sometimes people, uh, Christian people will beat people down because mm -mm, I ain't going to no doctor. Mm -mm, I don't receive that. I don't accept that. Well, see, you're leaving resources on the table that's been made available for you. You have to remember everything belongs to our father. He uses the wisdom of this world to confine the wise. You know, and if you like wisdom, that's a lot of time why we make that decision. We based it on our understanding and because we, we, we have to, we think we press to be so heavenly minded that we ain't no earthly good. 
All these resources are put here for us. Everything that pertains to life and godliness is for our benefit. Ours more than the unsaved of the world. They got to come to him before they can access these resources. But see, for us, it should be spontaneous. Not with any shame or any guilt, because I know you're going to be praying all the way. I know you're going to be quoting your, 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 your healing scriptures all the way. I know you're going to be taking that medicine that's good for your flesh, like a medicine to your flesh and marrow to your bones. We're there now. We've gotten over the doubt and the unbelief now. We still believe in that God is our healer on the way to the doctor. He said, I'm the Lord that heals all of your disease. I make your bitter experiences sweet. So there's limited. Don't put no limit on it. There's limited resources, you know, limited resources. Grace is available to us and it's sufficient for us. Therefore, even in my afflictions, I should glory. In my pain, I should glory. You know, instead of sometimes giving in to chronic pain, I ought to give in to a chronic praise. Mm-hmm. You know, until, until the pain subsides. Number two, remember God's resources are available and they're accessible. Seven days a week, 24-7, 365 days a year especially, I like this, I got this right out of scripture, especially on the Sabbath day or wherever day, whenever, wherever, what day it is that we choose to worship him, it should be every day, all day. Don't lose sight of that. Don't get caught up in the holy days or the holidays or the days that that we make one more important than the other. Always remember that our healer is the Lord of the Sabbath. There wouldn't have been no Sabbath if it wasn't for him. And you have to remember now who it was that declared the Sabbath day. Don't you think that person should have ownership of it to do whatever he pleased to do? Yes. And not take it from him and set set your standards on it Mm. you know the key is to look to him for rest from your labor from your weariness from your worrying from your hunger from your thirst and sometimes we get so busy doing other stuff and we get so occupied that we don't build in a time where I can get before him and spend time with him and discuss what I'm going through and have a conversation with him. Sometimes we just talk to him on the whim. We don't really spend no quality time in his presence so that I can experience what his glory is like, so I can experience that pleasure at his right hand forevermore. So you got to spend time there so you become familiar. And I guarantee you, if you ever spend time with God and you get touched by God or God do something that's so miraculous and so supernatural, you'll always want to start there when it comes to God. You'll always want to treat him like he is the God of the Sabbath Mm -hmm. and not treat the day like it's God of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Number three, remember we are covered physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, occupationally, environmentally, and sociably. We just have to learn more about our coverage plan and who is our policyholder. See, this is this Bible that we that we use as doctrine for these things, for our learning, written for our learning. This 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 holy Bible, these inspired words of God that's good for doctrine to live by. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 4, it's like a medicine to our flesh and marrow to our bones. And we are not to let it depart out of our eyesight, out of our life, out of our hands, out of our weight. We're to put it in our mouth and keep it there so that when I need to take a dose, I can. Why? It's in my heart already. I can just speak out of the abundance of my heart with his stripes, I'm healed. Without delay, still got chronic pain, I still have aches and pains, but I declare over them in the name of Jesus, chronic pain, I bind you up right now. You will not spread any further than my knee or my ankle or wherever it's at. And I mean it when I say it. 
And sometimes it don't go away just because I said it, because I'm waiting on God to move it. Because I put out there what he said, I have the power to do, speak those things to be not as though they are. But I'm waiting on God. I don't tell God when to do it or how to do it. I just tell him that I know he's able to do it because he did it before. So we have to remember that, okay, that we're covered. We are covered. And he is the policyholder. This Bible belongs to him, okay? This is our policy. This is our assurance policy right here, 66 books. Every scripture in the Bible that talks about healing, you know, it's, it's one of the premium things that we have in our policy, one of the benefits. And we're not to forget all of his benefits, you know. Uh, in the book of Luke, chapter 13, verse 17, I mean, verse 10 through 17, the King James Bible, we find a woman who was covered for 18 years, even longer. She just had a, a particular problem, but it was covered even during those 18 years. She just didn't know it. You know, I remember some family members who had insurance policies and they really died not knowing everything they had in the insurance policy. Mm. They paid in it faithfully every week. I remember my mom every week. Insurance man would come by. She, if she didn't pay nothing else, she was going to drop them $2 in that, in that thing for all of us. Had all of us covered, man, all them years. My dad covered, my stepdad covered. She had everybody covered, herself covered. And did not fully understand the extent of her policy. And the policy holders, y'all know them, independent life over there in Birmingham, ripped her off because they had a son that was going around collecting, was on drugs so bad, went to prison for 25 years, but stole them folk blind because they really didn't understand. But they had faith in God, and God looked out for them because he still had them covered. Man never would have got found out as a fraud and went to jail if God didn't have them covered. And they was able to recoup that, them losses. Because God exposed the fraud. Why? Because he had them covered. And here's this woman we find, you know, for 18 years, she didn't know where to get help from. She was covered, but she didn't know it. You know, that she did not know how to access it or who her policyholder was at the time. She was in so much pain. But she eventually found out, and boy, was she blessed and relieved and released. She was healed. On the spot, made well, made whole, restored to an upright posture. Been 18 years without that. Couldn't straighten herself up, but she was straightened up. She was freed and able to finally cash in on her policy. Not her insurance policy, but her assurance policy. Because her policyholder came to visit her, showed up where she was at, saw her struggle. And immediately released her from those 18 years of something. That's a long time to be bent over and in no wise able to straighten yourself up. And I picked this particular uh, example. Well, God gave it to me because I was asking the Lord after praying for some people with back pain. I know I have back pain sometimes. My, my L4 and L5 is deteriorated from years ago being in the military. And I know there's probably anybody out there that's been in the military or have done anything where there was a strain in your back and probably attest to the same thing. It just, just happens when you hit a certain age. We wear our backs out sometimes as we work to sit, you know, to build a life for ourselves physically. And then all of a sudden we hit a certain age and those things, aches and pains start showing up. I'm doing some stretch routines right now that I, that I study to find out what I can do. But something interesting, I learned one time back when I was going through physical therapy at VA and whatnot, and they did so many x-rays and they told me what was going on. I did not want them shooting me with no steroids in my back and my spinal area. Because you see, all your nerve endings are attached to that thing, all the way up and down your spine, all your nerve endings, and your brain and your nerve endings, they work in cahoots with each other. They send signals back and forth, you know, the neurons and that get released in there, and those are messages contained in those signals. And you may be having a pain in your foot, and all of a sudden, in your neck, and all of a sudden the nerve touches your foot. That's how the connections are. May show up in your foot, move around, you know, because of that network, how those things are how those things are connected. But I learned a long time ago getting out of the military that my L4 and L5 was actually deteriorating. But I learned, okay, <clears throat> when I found out about what it was, I started doing my own research. And there's so many studies was out there. And I found out that the body, okay, even the medical doctors found this out, that there's something so unique about the body 
that if you help it in doing what you can do, it has a way sometimes of restoring itself and healing itself and regenerating itself. So I started doing some of these stretches, doing some of these exercises, releasing some of those muscles that get tied up around the back down there that, that, that my, my back, my body depends on. And I started really feeling a whole lot better. Add a little heat here sometimes, you know, do, do my stretches on a regular basis. And I don't have near the chronic pain. That was one of my worst areas. I had all kind of back braces and they wanted to do surgery. And I said, nah, I said, hey, I'm not against any type of surgery. But if I can get it another way and everybody don't have to do, you don't have to do what I do now. Your back pain might be different than mine. Your neck pain, your foot pain, you know. But at that time, you know, I didn't trust any of them doctors. Not going into my back, and I'll tell you why. I had dealt with a lot of people who had successful back surgery. They said, man, hey, there ain't nothing to it, man. They got this laser, man. They go right in there, man, and, and scrape off some bone, put some, some of them can infuse cart cartilage in there. I said, no, nah, man, I'm good. Hey, I'm telling you, man, it worked, man. Then I had some people, man, <laughs> was messed up for the rest of their life because they nicked something in there and it didn't go like they wanted it. And I'm not saying this for nobody to fear. You just have to make your decision. Pray about it, you know, and know that God, whatever you decide to do, he has you covered. I just want to encourage you with that. But I'm just trying to paint some reality out there, you know. And so I chose to go the other way. And I, it has cost me to live in chronic pain for a long time. This lady here was 18 years. And this is why I chose her because, you know, the, the, when I was looking up, is there any scripture in the Bible that deals with back pain? And Lord gave me several, but this one right here just kind of stood out because it was 18 years she was been over back pain, chronic back pain. Couldn't in no wise straighten herself up, lift herself up, you know. And I know people like that. I know a lot, have, have met a lot of people bent over like that, wanted to straighten up and couldn't. I've laid my hands on people who have had back pain and prayed for them. I've seen some of them be relieved. I've seen some of them not. But see, it's up to God. You know, it's up to God. And so here this woman is, okay, she, 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 eventually God saw her. And, and I know sometimes that's a difficult thing to tell people who, who've been in pain so long. Eventually God going to do it. I think it's already done. Amen. But a lot of times we're not assured that it's done. And it takes us a while to grow that level of faith. It took me a while. Now my, my back, man, don't, don't hurt me. Once I get up in the morning and get going, I don't feel no back pain anymore. But now sometimes that, that first few minutes trying to get out that bed, throw them legs over there, oh, man, it's like, it's like your back coming apart. But once I do my stretching and get warmed up and get going, I'm usually good to go throughout the day. And every now and then when I feel like I'm finna overexert myself, I have to stop and stretch, you know, because I feel it tightening up. And so in her experience, though, this woman is healed. She is made straight. We learn from her experience. And now we know that when we see him and we are seen by him, I'm talking about Jesus now, he will touch us and he will announce our freedom, our future, and remove all of the weights that's pressuring certain parts of our physical body, pressures of life and deliver us from our heavy burdens that weigh us down. As we see with, which was the case with, with, with Apostle Paul in the book of uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 10 of the King James Bible. Now listen to what Paul said. Paul absolutely actually had a thigh problem. This woman had a back problem, you know, but pain is pain. Chronic pain is pain. I don't wish it on anybody. Toothaches, backaches, Neck ache, I don't wish that on anybody. And it says, and least I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, least I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice that it might depart from me and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength 
is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I would rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I made strong. And what Paul is saying, smart man, you know, probably knew, you know, some professionals that he could go to and get some diagnosis and get some. But Paul said, look, he said, he said, look, I don't, he said, I don't want to get stuck there. So he talked to God about it. You know, he, he said, I don't want to just get stuck in just depending on my doctors, my physicians, or, or, or what I know, or what they know, or what somebody else knows, or what somebody can tell me about, you know, somebody else that had back pain before. They can tell me what they did, just like I just did you. You don't want to get stuck there. You don't want to get stuck in my testimony, or nobody else's testimony. Whether it worked, whether it worked, back surgery worked for them, or some other technique, or whether it didn't. You do not want to get stuck in that. That's what Paul is saying right there. But Paul said, I took this situation to the Lord. And he gave me some assurance that his grace is sufficient for me because he was, he was going to be like that for the rest of his life. And the man blazed the trail. It didn't stop him from getting to Rome and testifying. Didn't stop him from being shipwrecked on the island. Didn't stop Paul from spending that much time, three, four months on a ship through storms. I'm pretty sure it was very physically uncomfortable for him. But I, I remember Paul saying over in the book of Acts chapter 27, that every night he prayed and the spirit of the Lord said to me, and he told the, the 287 people on the ship, man, look, just be calm. Don't jump ship because you got a storm. We're going to get through the storm. And I'm pretty sure Paul was probably the, the, the most chronically pain-stricken guy on that ship. But his was in his thigh. But God kept him. And he went on and did what thus says the Lord. And that's in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10 of King James Bible. However, we're going to close in a minute, so y'all stay with me. There are times wherein when not all of us are cured right away, or cured at all, physically. <clears throat> but as in the gospel experience with this 18-year bent over woman suffering from her chronic back pain and spinal injury, as with her, we are all set free and given wholeness, purpose, and promise through Jesus Christ. Now, I, know you, I need y'all to hear that now. Wholeness, purpose, and promise through Jesus Christ. It may not always be given or manifested when and how we want it to be, but we can all rest assured. That when God heals us, we are healed. When he saves us, we're saved. Therefore, the Lord, <clears throat> no matter which takes place first, should still be our praise. And in our affliction, and we just read about Paul, we should rather glory that he may appear on us and be sufficient for us until he shows up and reigns his righteousness, his peace, his joy, his supernatural, miraculous healing power over us and fully restore us. If it be God's will to do so, amen. He wants and wills for us to be free from all our infirmities. We got to settle that now. That's what he wants. Some of us are specially chosen. To suffer for Christ's sake, for righteousness' sake. Paul, well, mm. just to show <coughs> you still can serve God and do his will, even with pain gushing through your body, even bent over. That lady kept coming every day, didn't miss a day with back pain, chronic back pain, serious back pain. Had her bent over, she couldn't straighten up. But I love what is written in the book of 3 John, chapter 1, verse 2 of the King James Bible. Beloved. I wish above all things that thou may have prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prosper. This is what's taking place right now. This is what took place with Paul. This is what took place with the woman. They had an experience with Jesus. What is the real message here? 
Jesus was teaching in a synagogue on a Sabbath day, y'all, humiliated, and the whole crowd, okay, had rejoiced at all the, the splendid deeds and miracles that he had done, was done by him. This was a, 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 is a spiritual, physical healing that God allows us to be free from our sins, that one's life must live fully in Christ and for him. Now, that's how we're going to obtain the strength to be able to go on, even in chronic pain situations, even with, with pain in our thighs and in our backs and in our necks and wherever the, the pain shows up at, okay? It's, it's the message. It, this is really the message that's before us in this passage of Scripture. He's letting us see with Paul, letting us see with the woman with 18 years. We see other references when Jesus came into Capernaum, when he was just going about into the synagogue. He noticed all these people who had all these chronic illnesses. But he came and taught them about the kingdom of God. Why? Because it's significant to treat the word of God like medicine to our flesh and marrow to our bones. Because the word of God has the power in it to straighten you up. It has the power in it to cancel out all those infirmities and things. It has the power to give you strength and joy and cover you as you're going through from life, from eternity to eternity. Either way, if God decided to heal me right there on the spot, to God be the glory. If God decided me to let me carry that thing, man, to the end, to God be the glory. You know. The, the message of our healing is right there in the gospel. However God decided to do it, we have to let God be God. We can see those bent over and unable to stand, crippled by a spirit, and we can offer healing to them. Now, everybody that's sometimes bent over ain't because of they just hurt their back. There's some folks are bent over and crippled, I believe, by the power of God to demonstrate his power. And sometimes it comes because they done did everything with their back they shouldn't do to teach them a lesson. I believe all those things are encompassed in this walk of life. You know, I was so tempted listening to people when I got diagnosed in 2003 with type 2 diabetic to blame God, to blame, you know, everybody, Satan. I was ready to rebuke Satan because that's what I had been taught in the church I was in. But for some reason, God divinely restrained me and I couldn't go there. I, all I could do was look at myself, mm. what I had done that morning that caused that, bought that on. Six glasses of Mountain Dew at the fountain after I done ran seven miles. Just standing there one after the other. Blood sugar went out the roof at 700 when I got to the doctor's office. We, thank God she was just next door. And she saw it when I walked in the door. First thing came out of her mouth, well, you a diabetic? Because I was woozy, man, wobbling. I was on my way into diabetic shock and didn't know it. And she said, sit down. You ain't going nowhere. Sit down. And I stayed there all day till around about four in the evening. She was pumping insulin in me till she got it down and then told me what to do after that. And so, you know, sometimes it's because we do sin against our health and don't know it. But once we know it, it's up to us now not to sin against our health anymore. So we don't find ourselves in that same situation. Now, that's not going to send you to hell. It might get you out of, out of this earthly life earlier. And there are people who sin against the other areas that we're looking at, their finances, because they robbed God. So I like one thing affects another thing. Thank God that I was a veteran. I could go get that service free. Another benefit. Some folks are not that fortunate. They don't have the benefit that we have as veterans. Dependents. Some folks got to pay out of pocket. They got to buy extra supplemental insurance. But see, when you turn to God, you have assurance. Even, even though I was covered, I still was also covered by the Lord because it was in that time that I learned the importance of Isaiah 55, chapter 55, verses 3 through 5, King James Bible. I had learned that. Mm. But it took me a minute or two, you know, to remember what I had learned as I'm sitting there, man, and listening to what this doctor is telling me is going on in my, in my body, in my life, and what I'm going to need to do, the changes I'm going to need to do and, and make. 
and the education I needed now to understand what was going on, how to manage this thing. <clears throat> and I remember that scripture from Bible study at the church we were going to at the time. And I started praying it. You know, I started praying it. That, that, that much they had taught us how to pray the word. I started praying it. And I started feeling better. And in the, in, the, in the run of that day, my blood sugar went from like 700 all the way down to 140. I won't ever forget that. It took insulin, you know. But hey, to God be the glory. He owns the insulin. He owns the manual who people who make the insulin. He he owned the, the scientists who came up with it. You know, I was thanking him, you know, in, in that situation. I was thanking God in that situation for my healing. For my healing. So let's run on over here now and look at this 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 situation real quick. It said, and he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together, she had a serious back, chronic back pain, and could in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus, my God, saw her, as children of God, we should always expect God to see us when things happen. When things don't happen, we should just always expect God to see his children every day, see their affairs, see what's going on with them. And if we know this, we should always search for him, seek for him early before problems happen. And even when problems happen and after problems happen, we call it before, during and after. It should just be uh, not a certain day, but every day, 24, 7, 365 days a year, not just some special day out of the week. I know we, we like to use worship on Sunday. That's our Sabbath day. We keep it holy. You know, but we meet with God every day. Every day. This woman went there every day for 18 years, y'all. She went to the synagogue. She went there seeking some, some relief from her bent over status and couldn't know why I lift herself up. And when Jesus saw her, so that's key right there. Know that God sees you. He sees your pain. He's familiar with it, but he says you're covered. He called her to him and said unto her, so expect God. Now, when he sees you, expect to get a call from God to help yourself out. Just lift up the scriptures and put him in remembrance of it. That gets his attention much quicker than telling him what's going on. Some people like to say, you know, war with me. They, they love to tell God about the problem. Something he already know. You don't think he had saw this woman for 18 years? She didn't need to tell him I'm bent over. I got a back problem. She just kept coming. She just kept coming, searching for, for her relief. And he, until he saw her. Until he saw her. God ain't going to overlook you. But he, when he see you, you know, he either going to cure you right then. Or it might be later on that he cure you. Or he might just give you grace to be able to go through whatever it is he got you doing. It'll be sufficient for you. You know, let God decide how he's going to respond when he see you. He says unto her, woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity, from your back pain, from your bent, being bent over, from your crooked spine or your injured spine. And he laid his hands on her. Some people are against laying hands on people. You know, on call for the other the church. You know, she was there. I don't know what them elders were doing when they saw her for 18 years. They saw it just like Jesus did. Maybe they didn't know what James said. If there be any sick among you, let them cough it. Maybe she didn't trust them laying hands on her. And immediately, immediately now, this, cure, this, this, this healing took place after 18 years. Boom, immediately when he saw her and laid hands. Immediately, she was made straight and glorified God. So if we're going to glorify him when he make her straight, go ahead and glorify him before it happens. And the rulers, the ones that should have been laying hands on her answered with indignation because that Jesus had healed her on the Sabbath day out of all days and said unto the people, there are six days in which men ought to work. This wasn't work, man. This was a miracle. In them, therefore, come and be healed. Says who? You. And not on the Sabbath day. Says who? You. You got the God of the Sabbath right there on that day, his day, any day, to do a miracle. The Lord then answered him and said, Thou hypocrite, doeth not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? Ask them a question. Now challenge their, their, their theology. Challenge their understanding. They didn't even know or have a clue really about the law, but trying to enforce the law. 
And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, like you say, Abraham's your father, whom Satan hath bound, in this case, <coughs> lo, these 18 years be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day. And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed, and all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him on that day, right there in that situation. So that healing, your healing, my healing, our healing, our ability to praise God, worship God, even in our infirmities, our afflictions, until our chains come and we become straightened up by God, healed by God, touched by God, ought to be seen as a light to all those out there. And they too will come and follow him and glorify him. This is what took place. Now, you still had some doubters in the crowd, but for the most part, people rejoiced. They seen their sister. They seen you. They seen me. I was so blessed, man, when we gave our testimony about how God healed us of COVID. I'm so, I was so blessed when we put it out there, man, and we preached about, man, the response we got from people who follow us. And so we, 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 we have to know that we are covered. And so we're going to end right there this morning. Hopefully you got something out of this this morning, especially those of you out there that are struggling with back problems and any kind of other pain or affliction. I, I want to encourage you with this word this morning. This is not saying that, you know, you, you're in, you're doing, this is a, a result of sin. These things just happen. We wear these bodies out. And sometimes they let us know body needs a break, need a chance to heal itself. But then we need to take it to God. He gave it to us. Let him heal it. And we need to go use all the resources that are available. There are many. Use everything that's available to help yourself become more healthy physically. So, Father, we thank you. We praise you this morning for what we've learned this morning, Lord God, as we look to you. Thanking you for covering us, Lord God. Thanking you, Lord, for healing our bodies. Thanking you for touching us. Thanking you especially today for touching Pastor Eric, Pastor Phoebe, Lord God, Mother Gussie, anyone else right now that's dealing with any type of pain, Pastor Sharon, myself, Lord God, anyone else that we know of that's dealing with any type of chronic pain in any area of their body father we pray that they be released from it right now that they be touched by you on this day the sabbath day as we prepare to worship you even the more today thank you for sending that healing virtue right now through every one of our bodies right now lord god to make us well physically to make us whole and sound lord god spiritually physically lord god financially emotionally lord god we don't have to worry about the pain we don't have to stress out about it but we rather rejoice in our infirmities oh lord god that your grace might appear upon us we release that now upon the people today that are suffering and going through any type of chronic pain we release them from it now god we bind up that chronic pain that pain right now in the name of jesus we order it out of their bodies right now out of their joints up out of their spinal area out of their nervous system out of all the networks in their body inflammation we command you to go down build up a fluid god in the joint we command it to drain and pass now and we give you all the praise and glory and honor. With your stripes, Lord, we are healed. For it's in Jesus' name that we offer this prayer to the God above who hear our prayers and answer them and show us great and mighty things. Thank you that we're covered by you. And we give you the praise for it. For it's in Jesus' name we offer this prayer. Amen. All right, then. We're going to go right into our comment time. We'll start with Pastor Sharon. We got to come out of it this morning. Amen.